Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We appreciate your name. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. We thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you for this opportunity to use me as your vessel to many people that will listen to your word this morning. Father, may your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, in this series, have your way. Take control. Make yourself available. Manifest your power. Manifest your power in your world. And let your glory show forth in your world this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, I pray. Amen. Now, good morning, everybody. Thank you for another, this another time in the presence of God. The kingdom matters. Where we share mindset of God, the word of God. What God is asking us to do. So that many of us, we have the, the insight of what God really wants us to do for him. Because he said we should be the one to worship him, to praise him because he wants that from us. That is why this Kingdom Matters series is coming to you this time. And I pray as you listen, God Almighty, we bless you, God Almighty. We ruminate and give you more wisdom, understanding and knowledge to know what is passing across in this time. God bless us. Yes, this morning, uh, what the Lord God want me to talk about is God is interested in you. The topic is God is interested in you. From my experience in school, I can clearly say this. No matter how young or old, how uncared for or alone, how cool or uncool, you think you are. God will always send people into your life to open your eyes. God was really interested in me. I can say that. I sincerely don't know why. As you will see in this series, from my wonder's womb to this time and after, even though I made some deadly errors, you kept watching over me sent me this word and directions at various critical times. It's even more satisfying that I'm here today saying this in the presence of God. The same way he was and is interested in me is the same way he's interested in you. God is interested in all of us. If you look at the life of Joseph, God have a way to link, to be part of your journey, to be part of your life. It means God is interested in you no matter how bad or how ignorant or how bad you might be as his creature. God is always interested in us. If he wasn't, you would not be here at this moment. 
I will not be here at this present moment. I won't even have the opportunity to be talking to you. I won't even have the opportunity to know the mindset of God for me or you knowing the mindset of God for you. But I tell you clearly, nothing God makes is just for fun of it. He makes you, He makes me. The major reason why God created me and created you was to give Him thanks, was to praise Him, to return glory back to Him. He makes us to be a, a, a partaker, to be a co-laborer, to be a friend, to be somebody that can always tell Him, God, I thank you. So, God, you've been alive. It's not a mistake. You've been alive. It's not what you think. It is, it is destined that's been designed by God. So, nothing God makes is just for fun. He is too busy for that. If you made, if you were made, bet, and alive, it means if you are hearing, if you are under my voice this morning, God is interested in you. God is always interested in everything He created. The problem is, many of us, we are not in the right moment, in the right time, or in the right direction. Where God Himself can use us, for his, can make us His tools to make this world a better place. Irrespective of how you look like or what your past sound like, God is interested in you. I've seen a scenario, I've seen a situation whereby somebody that is a, a, a drunkard, a womanizer, a robber, pickpocketers, everything in it, God still made him or her a better person. Because God is interested in you, no matter how fast you are in that situation, no matter how fast you are in that behavior, God is interested in you. God loves you dearly and has great plans for you. I know this because God sent someone to me. Even when he know the atrocity I've committed in the future. You remember I told you my experience in school. Even as I say this now, I'm wondering why did God lose me? His love, a sweet love no man can give. A love no man can give. Not the love between husband and wife. This love is more than love between husband and wife. A love that God intentionally sent His only begotten Son to the world to die for our sin. That is the greatest love you and I can, can, can ever phantom. It's unconditional love. We call it agape love. That is why God is always, will always be interested in you. A love so real and so unconditional. This love is so real. In the Garden of Eden, if you look at the, if you look at the series, if you look at how it is, it pans out. In as much Adam and Eve did a lot of the wrong thing, God sent them out of the Garden of Eden. Despite the Father, God still loved them. 
God still looks after them. Even when men says, no, 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 God still find ways to look out, out, out for us. I remember when Noah, when God called Noah, he said he wants to, he wants to destroy the world. He wants to make the world perish. He still finds in his mind to keep his love continually because of that love, because of that severity that has been between man and God. God said, ah, I needed to create a connection between me and man. He gave us Jesus that he should, he should die on the cross of Calvary to repair that brokenness, to repair that that, 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 that rift between us and God. And thank God Almighty, Jesus was able to repair that rift, that brokenness. And that is why we call him our Father. The love of God for our life is something you and I cannot even think of. We cannot break it down. It's beyond human imagination. A love that foresee how you will disappoint and deny him, yet still love you like crazy. You know, sometimes we deny God, sometimes we disappoint Him. Like Samson, He gave Samson the power to do and undo. But when Samson fucked up, when Samson go out of the will of God, God still find He still find God in the time of, or in, the, in that time that He felt everything, He has lost everything. God still called Him. God still used Him. He loved us like crazy. The love of God is not something I can I, I, I can phantom, I can explain. It's not something a, a lecturer or a professor can say, I want to know the love of God. You can't know the love of God unless you move close to Him. No one else does that. No one else. Oh, sweet love of God. A love so graceful. A love so unconditional. A love so encompassing. Can we imagine every now and then, out of one billion people, God still cares for us. Is still there for us. Can you imagine if one billion people are praying to God in, 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 in the, at the same time? God, with His love, we answer that prayer of that one billion people at the same time. He's a powerful God. He's a loving God. He's a father. He's a brother. He's everything to us. God is saying, God is interested in you this morning, brethren. Experiencing this pure, powerful love of God can help any marriage or relationship. Tribes and be at its best. The reason why many relationships, many marriages are falling apart is because they lack the love of God. Because they don't know God is interested in their marriage. Because they don't know God is interested in the life of the, of the husband or the wife. They fail to acknowledge the love of God in their midst. And it is easy to give what you have experienced. Not what you have only add up. The only reason the marriage will thrive is because it is the union of two forgivers. I think last time I talked about forgiveness. If you don't know how to forgive, you will not know how to move forward in life. God is saying He is interested in you. There's no true forgiveness without His love. There's no true forgiveness without this love. If you don't love your neighbor, you, the Bible said, it said, love your neighbor as the Lord loves you. If you don't love your neighbor, how will you how will you have love in you? And I pray this morning, God will give us the grace to forgive and to love so, so that we know the love of God for our life. Because God is interested in you. This kind of love, a love you don't pay for. This kind of 
love is a love that your money can't can't buy. It is what parents should give their kids and teach them to identify. Oh, I paid for love. What do you now? What do you do not give your child? They will consciously or unconsciously look for in the wrong place. What you do not give a spouse, even though an adult, they will consciously or unconsciously search for everywhere. God says his finger is upon me and his finger is upon you. If you can give him room because God loves him. God loved me even before I started living in a sin. And I got lost. Even when he clearly knew what I would get up to, what I miss in love. This morning, God is saying he's interested in you. God is saying he's interested in you. There are signs. They are not from the devil. He doesn't give such because he's interested in your good in your good actually. He's only interested in taking from you, destroying and killing you. The Bible said the, the devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He doesn't have anything to over you. You are still rotting in that sin. You are still backbiting. You are still humanizing. You are still selling yourself. You are, still, you are still going about doing all these things that the Bible requires us not to do. In that book of Galatians chapter 5, if you read from verse 19 to 21, there are so many things the Lord is telling you and I not to do. If you are still doing it, you don't have the love of God in you. Now, devil, the master of all these things, he's saying, continue doing it. If the devil give you one thing, he will collect hundred from you. But I have a father with the love, he give you one and we still, you still dash you a lot of things. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is those signs above are not signs that point to any of this. They instead seek to preserve you. Moses being saved in basket was a sign. Abraham waited for so long to have Isaac was a sign. I think Isaac needed to know there was something special about him. David interested in animals and his victories in the forest was a sign pointing to a greater victory already. Esther being picked by the king was a sign that there was a more to her. And I'm telling you, there's a more to you. God is interested in you. No matter the situation you are, no matter the position you feel, no matter where you are right now, you just need to know. You just need to be to, to, to know 100 percent that God Almighty it is interested in you. What are those things you need to do for you to know God is interested in you? If you are if you are a sinner, you need to come back to God. He said, all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. But for you not to be a sinner, for God to, he said, for God so loved the world, he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Please, God is interested in you, no matter what you are doing right now, no matter the level you are, no matter the sin that you have committed in the past. God says, come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. Please and please. This is high time for you to say, God, here I am, because God is interested in you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want Jesus to be the to be the one that we that we battle the life, the 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 the, the, the canoe of your life, you want Jesus to be the one that will be teaching you what to do, what to say. Now say after me, Lord God, Lord, oh Lord Jesus, I come unto you this morning. I don't have any things of mine. You are God who created me. I'm a sinner. I know Jesus. Please. Forgive all my sin. Come into my life. And I've, and I've decided to follow you. And I've decided to live the life I'm living. And I've decided to follow you. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I will not do this again. 
please forgive me. If you have said the prayer, I know Jesus has forgiven you because he's interested in your matter. He's interested in you. Right now, look for a Bible-based church. Always go for Bible study. Always pray. If you have any questions, please try as try, please try and send me, and I will be in a, in a position to reply to your message. May God help us and give us grace to always look for him. He says, Search me when I'm still near. God, Jesus is near. Search him, he's there with you. And God will bless us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See you next time in Jesus' name. Amen.